Hey friends, and welcome to the Mind and Body Strong podcast, a place for women to redefine their relationship with food and their bodies, tune into their inner wisdom, and become the best version of themselves. I'm your host, Katie Pichinowski, a health and mindset coach, intuitive eating and health at every size advocate, nap queen, and bookworm. Join me each week for empowering conversations, stories, and actual steps to help you master your mindset and drop the obsession around food and your body so you can love the skin you're in. I can't wait to guide you towards unlocking your highest potential. And that journey starts right now. Let's jump in. my friends and welcome back to the mind and body strong podcast i hope that you're having a fantastic day so far wherever you're listening in from on this podcast it's a monday it's a beautiful day it's a fresh start anything can honestly happen for you this week when you manage your thoughts and your feelings and you can really truly create anything you want in your life and that's super exciting but today i wanted to have a conversation with you all about why I don't wear my Apple Watch anymore. You might have saw the title of this podcast and maybe it intrigued you. And I wanted to share my experience about wearing an Apple Watch, why I decided to not wear it anymore, and then entertain this really great conversation about exercise and shifting to a place where it's we do it for enjoyment. So I used to wear an Apple Watch for many, many months and track the calories and the movement. And if you wear an Apple watch, you know that it has the rings on it. So it shows you, you can set them, but it shows you like your minimum um, minutes moved, your calorie burned and how many hours you're standing, right? So it shows you all these things. And the goal is to close the rings every day. Well, I started to get really obsessed with that feeling like anytime I saw the calories burned that I needed to do a certain amount or I needed to do a certain time in order to make these r- damn rings closed. And it started to get really stressful because I I almost felt like whenever I wasn't wearing it, that it didn't count. Like the workout I was doing didn't count. And I actually hear a lot of people say this, especially being in the trainer field, teaching a boot camp for so long. There were so many times people would say, oh, I'm not wearing my watch today. So I guess this workout doesn't count. And I remember even in those moments, I was like, well, of course it still counts. You're out here. You're putting yourself first. You're doing this because hopefully you want, you do it because it makes you feel good. But I think that's where a lot of us get mixed up with exercise. And this is honestly, I'm coming from my own personal experience as well, because exercise had become something I was very obsessed about and it was for all the wrong reasons. I really started to work out because I wanted to lose weight, which is totally fine. And, but there was a point in my journey a few years after I had kind of gotten into the fitness and health realm where I became super obsessed with working out, but behind all of this working out and never taking rest days and working out for an hour or two a day with no breaks throughout the week, I kind of took some time in my recovery from all of this and really was able to determine that behind all of that over exercising was this girl who was very scared of of gaining weight so she just felt like she needed to constantly be going 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 and dismissing all her feelings and never resting and just constantly pushing herself to the max and I just experienced a lot of burnout I experienced an injury and I had to completely stop exercising at one point in my life and when I was going through a series of struggling with binge eating for many, many months before I found intuitive eating, I 
in order to heal myself, I had to literally stop exercising. I needed to stop following programs. I needed to stop going to workout classes where there was other people I was comparing myself to or I had to literally stop. And that was one of the reasons I I stopped wearing my Apple Watch. I, I had stopped working out because I was no longer making it this just effort every single day to make these stupid rings close because it didn't say anything about me. It didn't say anything about how I was feeling that day. And it was a horrible representation of, you know, like what I was going through. And it really wasn't serving me. So I really just stopped wearing it. And through my experience of going through so much overexercise to experiencing just extreme, extreme disordered behaviors with food and exercise and really recovering from that, I learned that exercise doesn't have to be this chore. It doesn't have to be this thing we're doing to always change our bodies. And in fact, if we shift our focus more to how our bodies feel when we move. And when I say exercise, in my mind, I'm, I'm thinking movement because when I say exercise in the training world and in the health field, if you're new to it, most times we're going to interpret that as how long do I need to run on the treadmill? How many reps do I need to do of a certain exercise? How much time actually counts for me to exercise? And I think we get programmed to believe that it only counts if I do 30 minutes of exercise a day, or it only counts if I do this many reps or this many minutes on the treadmill. And I want you to move away from that. I want you to entertain the idea that what if we just moved our bodies for whatever time at whatever intensity doing whatever the heck we wanted to do? I want to entertain that thought because that is what really helped me and so many of my clients I work with to be able to shift their their relationship with exercise. If we're coming from this place where we want to change our bodies, where we're not satisfied with our bodies, where we're maybe only doing the running or the boot camp workout because we feel like that is the quote unquote right way to lose weight or change our bodies and we don't actually enjoy it. That's where we start to experience a lot of burnout. We start to experience a lot of falling off. I'm putting that in quotes because I don't really believe we fall off. We're all in the spot we need to be in that moment, and that's perfect. But that's where we experience a lot of people having disordered relationships with exercise because they don't enjoy it. And when there's no pleasure driving in action, and there's all of these really negative thought processes and feelings around what exercise is and what it means to us, we are not going to in turn create positive results and actions that produce those results for the long term. And I'm talking long term here because you might even be able to do it for a few months and then you notice that you go through a different season of your life and maybe you beat yourself up because you're not moving as much as you used to. But what if we just allowed ourselves to move our bodies in whatever way felt good in that moment? How would that feel? What would you do instead? If you really, really could just move your body in whatever way, at whatever intensity, doing whatever you want every day, what would you do? And to me, I started to realize, you know, I would probably just do a lot of stretching and yoga. I would dance. I would go for walks because I enjoy walking. And I don't really like to compete in things. I don't like... I don't like to push myself really to the max. Every once in a while I do because I do enjoy the high intensity interval style of training. But most often, 
I just like to stretch and I like to go slow and I like to really feel how the movement is feeling. I really enjoy rock climbing. I really enjoy horseback riding. So doing all of those types of activities bring me joy. It, it motivates me to want to do them more. And in turn, I continue to do them more for the long term. And I'm not doing them because I want to change my body or I want to, you know, do X thing, which is not bad. I don't want to put that in a bad category. I'm just saying I shifted my perspective on it. And I want you to kind of ask yourself that question too about like the real intention behind the movement that you're doing and really just be honest with yourself about that for a moment. But I'm more motivated to do things when I, and you know, this goes across the board for so many people I work with, you're going to be a lot more motivated to do something for the long term when you enjoy it. So what if we just dropped all the expectations that we feel like we must do around exercise and we started just doing things that actually bring us legit pleasure. Wouldn't that be awesome? Well, turns out you can actually, you can do that, my friends. You can, if you just enjoy walking, walk. If you just enjoy running, then run. You don't have to do anything. You can do what you enjoy to do to move. There is no right way to move. But I think that really questioning our intention behind the movement that we're doing can be very, very informative for our relationship with exercise. So are you working out some really some uh, instant gratification that you can get from exercise is like stress level reduction you get more energy. That's why I started working out more consistently as of recently because I've really recovered my relationship with food and exercise is I started to realize like, wow, I'm actually really craving exercise because it gives me so much energy. And especially when I do it in the morning, even if it's 20 minutes. And again, the time doesn't matter. The intensity doesn't matter, but I like to move my body in the morning because it gives me energy. Does it maybe just give you a better sense of well-being? Does it make you feel empowered? Does it help you sleep more? Is it just helping you be a happier person, which in turn leaks over to other people? There are so many instant gratification benefits of exercise. And when we can really tune into those types of things, we can get more of the long-term things like increasing our bone strength or really helping blood pressure or even having a more stable weight and finding that like weight set point that feels good in our body at the movement that we enjoy doing and being able to really drop those expectations and really do what you feel like is best for you and your body is really going to free up a lot of headspace around exercise and helping it feel more enjoyable and not like a chore i'll never forget that someone i was talking to was talking about, oh, I need to exercise, I should exercise, blah, 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 talking about their weight and how they want to change their body. And I was like, you know, you're sounding like exercise. I asked her, is exercise a chore for you? She's like, oh my gosh, yes, it seems so hard. It's why I never do it. I never make time for it. And I'm like, hmm, well, what do you actually enjoy doing? Well, I like walking on the treadmill. I like riding um, the stationary bike because I could just do that forever and then I feel super accomplished. I feel good. I have more energy, less stress. I'm like, well, why don't you just do that? You know, like what if you only got like 10 minutes in today? That's okay. What if you like, do you enjoy bringing your daughter to the park? Yes. Okay. What if that counted as movement? Which it does. Like 
what if you just learn to see that all the op- like you're already moving so much in your life and to actually move towards the things that you actually enjoy doing like how would that feel well you'd probably make a lot more time to do those things because you actually enjoy doing them it's like we make time for our favorite netflix series or make time for certain events that we go to with friends it's a priority to us it's pleasurable so we make time for it and the same goes for movement and we can find a way that makes it feel enjoyable that helps us want to do it more often. So that's really my my intention with this podcast is to help you recognize the real intention behind what's going on with your relationship with exercise and how do you want movement to feel? What do you love doing? And I would love to hear some of you guys' feedback on what movement you guys enjoy. Do you like kayaking? Do you like walking, running, hiking, skiing, snowmobiling, dancing, whatever it is? I would love to hear what kind of movement you enjoy. And you can leave a review and let me know, hey, I listened to the episode, say the episode number, and... this is the kind of movement I love or send me a Instagram message at mind and body strong. I'd love to hear from you guys and hear what kind of exercise and movement that you're enjoying and that helps you feel really, really good, reduce stress, helps you sleep better, have more energy, all these really, really fantastic benefits that can come from moving more consistently. So I hope that you guys got some, some little tips and tricks and things and helps you kind of challenge your, your relationship with, um, exercise and really start to be more intentional about that relationship. I'd love to hear from you guys. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and I look forward to talking to you next week on our next podcast. See you later. Thank you so much for listening into the Mind and Body Strong podcast. You are what makes this movement and message possible. Before you go, could you do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes? This is how the podcast can be discovered by more people and impact even more lives. And don't forget to tag me in your Instagram stories at Katie Pijanowski so I can see what you're listening into. I love you all so much and I'll catch you again on next week's episode.